IRS notices can be intimidating, but waiting to act could cost you your valuable taxpayer rights. Don't try to handle the IRS alone. These agents are trained to track you into agreements designed to collect as much money as possible. Don't pay thousands of dollars to a marketing company claiming to be a tax resolution firm. Get behind the shield. The enrolled agents at Elite Aid Tax and Financial Services are experts at tax resolution, protecting taxpayers' rights, and are federally licensed to represent taxpayers before the IRS. Elite Aid Tax and Financial Services has the knowledge, skill, and experience to assist you with audit representation, liens, levies, offers and compromise, innocent spouse relief, wage garnishment, back taxes, and more. Don't lose sleep, time, or your rights as a taxpayer. Make your appointment today at EliteAidFinancial.com to schedule a consultation and get the IRS off your back. Get behind the shield. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode of Entrepreneurship Happens. I'm your host, T. Marlene. Don't forget to hit subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. And also help us grow by sharing and leaving us reviews and voicemail messages. On today's episode, Castor Tori and I speak with celebrity stylist Erica M., She'll take us through her entrepreneurial journey and some of her highs and lows in her business. Stay tuned. In today's economy, many are sitting with heavy questions about their careers, finances, and work-life balance. Maybe you're wondering if working two jobs is worth your valuable time and energy, or how to be more available to yourself and your family. Or if now is the right time to make that career transition, career advancement, or jump into entrepreneurship. Hi, my name is Tara Hayslip. I'm the CEO of Grounded Energy 111, international best-selling author and spiritual career mentor. I help entrepreneur women and corporate career women create soul-aligned careers around their lifestyles. If you are or have been feeling like you want to do more with your career by making that change, advancement, or start your own business, I invite you to my free monthly workshop, the Be A Boss Workshop, where you'll meet other women going through similar career transitions and experience an interactive group coaching workshop. For more information, follow me on Instagram at grounded underscore energy 111. Join the Grounded community through my link tree and my Instagram bio. Check things out on my website at www.groundedenergy111.com or email me at tara at groundedenergy111.com. And I look forward to connecting with you soon. joining us this morning. Tell our listeners who you are and what do you do? Hi, everyone. So I am, um, my name is Erica, better known as Erica M. I am a celebrity shoe stylist of X Erica M Celebrity Shoes. Also do wardrobe styling, fashion styling, um, celebrity styling, and Erica M Experience. I'm also founder of the nonprofit True Goddess Empowerment. Um, I have two chapters, one in Baltimore, Maryland, one in, um, I'm sorry, Harlem, New York, and also building one here in South Florida. And also I am creator of Goddess in Your City. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Why did you become an entrepreneur? I believe it was something I always wanted to do. Um, Thinking back, I had my first business at nine years old. I was, uh, I had my snowball and frozen cup stand and I was very determined. My mother used to always laugh at me because I will, on Fridays after school, I would make sure all my stuff was in the freezer, right? And all this other stuff. And I would wake up on Saturdays at like 5.30. Like my, that's how I was set up outside. And 
it's like something I always wanted to do. I'm like, I always wanted to have my own business. And I always wanted to be the first in my family that had the own business. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So how did you make the leap? How did you make the transition? Did you go from a nine to five? Or did you start right off the bat once you left no. school? How did you um, do that transition? I went, I went to my nine to five. I, you know what? I, I sat there. My grandma used to help me do what we used to call, we call now vision board. And she used to help, she used to call them manifestation boards. And so I used to do them. And I always had a plan A, plan B. And at first I went to school. I graduated from, I'm a Howard alumni. And so I started tackling to the medical field. I'm more so of the back end, the medical billing, coding, you know, all that other stuff. And I started doing that. I worked at John Hopkins for a very long time. And so I resigned. And I was like, it's time for me to start focusing because what happened was I kept on going in my community where I, where I grew up at. And I saw that kids were starting to need help. But back when I was coming up, we had more of a village. And I see that some of the kids today don't have the village that we probably had when we was coming up. And so I wanted to help them. I'm like, I need to do something. I started doing stuff way before I even got it together with my thing. I would actually mm-hmm. take out my pockets and use what I was making, you know, and taking it to doing back school drives, getaways and all this other stuff. And I was like, you know, it's time for me to actually focus on that. And that's when I started doing, I never forget I did my first back school drive and I partnered with the Baltimore Raves at the time, Ray Lewis was actually playing and he was like, let's do it, you know? And we did it. And he was like, All right, you really gotta get this patent. Like this is something right. good that you're doing for the community. And I was like, it's, it's time to go now. So 2009, I took that leap of faith and I started doing it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So are you from Baltimore? I'm originally from, well, I, I like to say I'm half and half. So I'm from, I was born in Baltimore, lived in Harlem, New York as well. Then went back to Baltimore, so I'm like half. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm from Baltimore too. I've oh, been really? I told you all the time. Oh, I was born in Baltimore, I was raised in PG County. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I grew up um, right there in East um, East Baltimore, East Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. All right, yeah, I'm a city graduate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I graduated from Merville. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll leave. Okay, I'm gone. Oh. Yeah, he, he's, Ooh, from, he's from Atlanta. Well, originally from Florida. Don't pay him no mind. Wow. Thank you. Thank oh, my you. God. Do you ever go back to do things? In Baltimore? Yeah. Um, I, I used to, but then um, after my grandmother died, it was a little bit harder to go back. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then just recently my favorite aunt died. So I'm just like really like, whoo, you know, I still have family there, of course, but it just makes it a little harder as you lose the people, you oh, know. I definitely do. Because I, I had bought a house in Bel Air, Maryland. And when my mom transitioned in 2009, very unexpectedly, I left the house and everything, and I moved to Florida because I used to vacation here a lot. But I just wound up never going back. I sold my house, yeah, and I never mm-hmm. went back and you know just be around the it's area. Not the same, you know what I'm saying? It's just not the same. So I feel yeah. you. I feel you on that. Yeah. I lived in Tampa for ten years, so I feel you on the Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still like a tourist here too. I'm still tour. I just did an event, a big event in Atlanta, um, back in April. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool, cool. So you you've been around both of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. God bless you. Good night. Okay, I'm I'm gone. Uh, <laughs> wow. What do you What do you love most about being an entrepreneur? 
I like the fact of being able to help others and impact people, whether it's with styling. You never know sometimes like when, when I reach out to people and people reach out to me for a styling, it's that, it's not that they can't dress, it's more so the fact that they try to redefine themselves. And mm-hmm. so I always mm-hmm. say, I, I, I want to help people to redefine it in a goddess, to bring it back out. Because, you know, sometimes we lose our, our sexiness, whether it's from just everyday life, you know, kids and marriage, yeah. and divorces, whatever might happen. But, you know, sometimes we lose it. So that's always been my goal. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we do. I tell people that all the time. I realized that once I became a mom, it was like I stopped, you know, because they tell you not to wear perfumes around the baby and stuff like that. So I had stopped. So it took me like the child was 10 by the time I started getting back into, you know, smell good stuff, you know, because you just get so used to doing it and then, you know, wearing jewelry and everything so I had to get back to what was yeah. me and even having you know I had to start getting back into that because it was such it was possibly 10 years of not doing anything that yeah. was me you know so mm-hmm. that we do that well you let I me know that. when you, you want to consult in I would definitely be happy to do it for you yeah okay well I gotta wait because I'm about to have surgery so let's let's wait until I get into that new body <laughs> because <laughs> so, uh, that's going to be different learning how to dress for the new body so that's yeah. going to be different so what do you find most challenging about being an entrepreneur you know what I think it's sometimes the it's not really the, the entrepreneurial journey because I have discovered that you will make more whether it's for my profit business or my non-profit business you will make more connections and more sales with people that's strangers opposed to family and friends. And I believe sometimes, you know, it's just the, the the jealousy that might come your way or the hate that might come your way. And I have got to a point where it's doing life that I just pray and I keep on moving, you know, but I think that's more of the challenging part because it's not really that you can't, I always tell people, it's not that you cannot do what you set out to do. It's more so some people that you least suspect will be the ones that's trying to diminish what you was put out here to do. But you just have to keep your faith and you know I'm one of the people I will brush you off my shoulders if you be a family or friend I don't care a dog or a cat if it's not working for me and if you're not seeing or understanding the vision or manifestation I'm trying to accomplish that you got but I think that would be more so the challenge part it's not really the sales or connecting mm-hmm. not at all not at all I can see that I can see that and I tell people all the time sometimes it's even people that you thought were brought into your <clears throat> circle or your world to yes. help you that yes. can end up you know I had a mentor that totally like blew me out blew me out the water and I was just like what so mm-hmm. yeah it, yeah people yeah. can shock you yeah mm-hmm. yeah now see you mentioned that about you know people being jealous and different things how has your friends and family been impacted or um with your with everything you've done as an entrepreneur, like were they cool with it when you made the transition from the from your nine to five? Were they like, "Hey, that's crazy," or like, "Hey, that's cool, got you"? How was that? How was that impacted in your in your life? I have to say, you know, like I said, my um, uh, the I would say my close part of my family, my grandma, I could walk on my grandma, she's gone now, but my mother and my grandfather, they and my aunt, they was more so pushing it. Um, mm-hmm. When I started a shoe store, it was more so, and you know, for my grandmother, because my grandmother was the one who taught me how to walk in stiletto. She walked in all her life to go out on her home. 
She's very oh, fashionable, very stylish. So she pushed that into me. Baby, you can do this, you can do that. I have friends, and I still do today. One of my closest friends, she's been around me for about 30 some odd years. I don't want to tell my age, and my I've been around me for a long time too. And that particular circle, I would say that circle right there, they actually saw everything that I was doing. And regardless mm-hmm. of that, we were on different paths because I got one that graduated, you know, well, she served 20 years in the military. Now she's an IT tech, one of my sisters. And I have one that's an RN director. So we went different paths. However, we still support each other. Whether it was right. physically, financially, we always held each other back. It was more so when I started meeting some new people. It was like, and not all. I've met some really cool people. And whether mm-hmm. they've been African-American, whether they've been Caucasian, Cuban, I met some cool people of all races, but right. it's been some that's like, are you right. serious right now? Like, it's been like jealousy. Why is she doing this? I was supposed to be doing this. Oh my God, how should they meet this person? I've been to hell my life. I ain't met this person. You know, I just right. know how to do this now. And I, I always try to encourage people like, anybody can do what I do. I never forget when I first moved out here, I was on Deco Drive here in South Florida. And it's, I met Shireen on Instagram and for that point, she's like, oh my God, I want to, I want to meet you. And I got on that drive. You know, it's just the fact of, I feel like when we do our stuff, we write it down, we make it clear and we start moving. And I think that's where some people have a problem at. Why is she moving so much? I'm not one of people to take God for a joke. Right. If you gave me the vision, I don't need to, I first all need to ask him 100 times what to do now. I don't. Right. He gave it right. to you. You know what to do. It's time you write it down and try to start leaping with it, you know? So it was more so like some of the people, but I would say my original, like I like to say my original chicas, no, nah, they never was like that. Never. That's that's good. To that's the good. Nope, never. I love that. So before I ask you uh, the next question, I have a quite uh, another question for you. So you're a celebrity stylist. Who have you um, styled? Drop some names. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have worked, I had the honor of working with a lot. I started my, one of my first contacts was with VH1 Mob Labs and I got to work with late um, Big Ange and such a wonderful soul. So that whole cast, Love Majeski, uh, I did wow. Love, Love Hip Hop New York. So, you know, Yandy Cabellinum, I worked with, I actually got to work with Julian Roberts. I worked with a few people throughout my Not life. You know, Ada Rodriguez, the comedian. It's been quite a few. So, and I thank God for that. No connections ever seen. Yeah. Nice, nice, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, what's one thing that you know now that you wish you had known when you first started? You know what? I, to me, to be honest with you, more financial structure mm-hmm. when I first started. I, you know, and even with my with my at the time Part A, before I switched it over to Part B, because now I actually own a medical billing, remote billing company myself for billers and coders and things of that nature. But I wish back then when I was doing that and making the money, and even now my entrepreneurship is more of the financial structure. I can tell mm-hmm. people quickly, you can make six figures. That's not the issue of making six figures. It's about actually keeping the six figures. Right. And I was one of the people that I was like, because I, I like fashion. And I, I'm one of the people, I don't care if it comes from, it could come from Chanel or it could come from the thrift store. I, I, I would do both. If I like it, I like it. And it was just a fact of volume. And I love traveling. And I love traveling abroad. And so it was just a fact of mis- mismanaging the money. You get what I'm saying? And uh, so yeah, that was something I would definitely tell myself. Now, in these later years, yeah, definitely much better. Like the higher people and so forth and so on. But back then, yeah, <laughs> the money, <laughs> mismanagement. I can understand that. Yeah, people, like you said, people can tell you how to 
make the six figures, but they don't tell you how to keep it. Yeah. And even with that mismanagement, with improper managing of business funds, you can go out of business. You know yes. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that is something that we need to teach people. Yeah. So what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you as being an entrepreneur? How did you bounce back from it? I think when um, my mom passed away unexpectedly, um, I was in the prime of doing some contracts and I stopped all my contracts. And in the midst of that, I lost a lot of contracts, which means I lost mm-hmm. money, but I didn't really worry about it too much. And when I came down to Florida and I kind of got myself together, like six, seven months before I, I went back because my first event back was the BET Award. So I flew back out there and I, you know, I started making the connections again. But I took a little hit after my mom died only because I wasn't focused on nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, I was more so concerned about how could God take my mom. You know, so it was more so questions because she's my best friend. You know, and so I took a little little hit with that. But I came back from it. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And 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 don't even feel bad about that because what's for you is for you. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? I I when I took my um year break to year two year break from everything it's like you know I did the same thing I had to give out some refunds and I lost some people but then the people that are there for me yeah they was just like oh I was just waiting for you to come back you know mm-hmm. yeah. clients, they're still there and they just they they cool with it you know they never stressed about it or whatever they just knew I was going through what I went through so yeah, yeah. I love that so what's been the best thing so far that's happened to you during your entrepreneurial journey I think, you know, just being able to um, put my creations that I have worked so hard for into, mm-hmm. into life for other people to see it. I also do custom shoes and I make oh, shoes. Nice. So my target audience is more so survivors, cancer survivors, domestic violence survivors, lupus, you know, sickness, all those diseases. And in 2020, you know, during COVID, we was locked up and all this other stuff. But, you know, I was able to, even though I've done so many shoes, but... I was able to make a pair for um, Nelson Mandela granddaughter. And that was kind of different, Zalika Mandela. I mean, I talked to her, it was like, wow, I'm on the phone with Nelson Mandela granddaughter. You know, she invited me to South Africa. And it was just like, wow, you know, because you never know who's looking at you. Right. Who's watching you. And recently, you know, in 2021, I started, I woke up, I was like, I want to go to cities and honor women that's making history. That have done things not about if they on a billboard or not it's more so what have they done to impact their community and i started here in south florida with the first one in 2022 and that was amazing i got to honor the the first female colonel browitz colonel benjamin and i got to honor this young lady um Gwendolyn whitfield she helped save multiple people in a bus she was a bus driver that saved multiple people from a gun you know from a shooter they came around wow. us and it was just amazing to honor people i went to atlanta i said last month and I honored nine powerhouses out of this world. You know, right. Grace Sheik was one and Candace Holyfield was another. And, you know, Renee Waters, a young lady that bought the little town up in Georgia. Like, it, it was amazing. And I like doing it. I like being able to, you know, just get the word out and, you know, reach a lot of people with what I'm doing. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I might need to get some custom shoes from you. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Are we talking about, like, like sneakers? I make everything. I have made um, from stilettos all the way down to sneakers. Yeah. Uh, sure. uh, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, we need some entrepreneurship happen, shoot. That would be dope. Some horses? I got oh, that'd y'all. That would be dope. That would be dope. Yeah, I got so, y'all. 
Okay, now you hey, you giving us some crazy stuff now, but we really need to know like what's the craziest thing you had happen as an entrepreneur? I know you got a story. I know you got some story. Any crazy clients. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've had some crazy clients. Hey, now wait a minute. Now yeah. if, if if you had to sign an NDA, we understand. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but okay, what I will say is um Okay. Oh my goodness. You know what I think is so funny sometimes. When you have, when I have worked with some of the the male clients, I put it like mm -hmm. that. Um, the male divas, huh? Go ahead. Yes, they something else. But <laughs> it's funnier when, um, like some of my, I guess I could say my movie set clients, mm -hmm. and they try to hit on you the same time instead of getting the damn holes on them. <laughs> That's wow. like the <laughs> wow. And they very well know in the public eye, you like. So you know everything about them, you know, from the outside looking in. Right, right, right. <laughs> Like, honestly, put on the spotlight, you know, but yet it's like, wow, I want to take you out, you know? <laughs> wow. Like, <laughs> oh, you got to drop names, now. I can't, you know. <laughs> you got to drop names. You can't, you can't lead with that. I be like, you can't lead with that and go. I, I can't do that. Well, you know, look, it's 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 crazy. But yeah, they be the funniest sometimes. You like, okay, you know. give us some initials and the show. I, I can't. And you know, <laughs> don't pay him no mind. Okay, I'm, I'm just, I'm saying. I mean, so. Here's our latest question. What is on your playlist? What do you listen to to get you in that mood, in that entrepreneurial mindset? Ooh, my playlist. Okay, so in the morning time, I like to wake up. I like to listen to Yolanda Adams. I like to listen to my gospel motivation. Um, mm -hmm. And I go live by 12 o'clock or so. I'm listening to like Cardi B and, you know... <laughs> No chem and you know I gotta go old school. Wow, that's a switch. Yeah, I'm, I'm a <laughs> <laughs> wow. I understand. I understand. It keep me motivated in the morning by the evening, ready, you know, to really move fast and dance. Right. So yeah, I got time tomorrow. Hey, hey, I can see that. <laughs> so wow. <laughs> so most people consider like being successful a, a subjective thing what do you consider to make what do you consider um successful as an entrepreneur and are you are you considering yourself successful yeah i do consider myself successful um i look at it as just you know success is something you work for something you achieved and right now you just you know instead of being boastful about it it's right now it's time to you know share your success and help people because you might be able to put in somebody life to help them achieve their goals as well, you know, so, but it's it's been a journey, you know, to get here and I'm still have more on my journey and more on my vision boards to, you know, the car, but, you know, I've been quite successful when I've been so far. I love that. I love that. And don't, don't forget to share your failures too. Because a oh, lot yeah. of times, you know, everybody talks about the six and seven figures, mm -hmm. but they don't share what they went through, what, what mud they got it out of, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's definitely, you know, you definitely gonna have fails. Like I would tell people, my biggest one probably was the financing, you mm -hmm. know, just managing of money. Right. You know? And it was just me, you know, it wasn't that, you know, my grandfather, he told me a lot about money. My grandfather retired as a director for General Motors, but and he knew how to manage his money. But, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. we just don't listen. Right. It's our right. money now. 
We don't mm-hmm. care. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it was more so of just mismanaging money. You know, right. not really putting the budgets in place like maybe you should. It's not wrong with having the free time and the you know all that stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, just the mismanagement of the money. So it took it took a big loss from that at one time. Okay. But yeah, definitely had to, you know, bounce back and you know, and I learned how to be more grateful. Because at one time I wasn't grateful. I think sometimes some entrepreneurs, as much as they might not want to admit it, they do go through that phase where like you become, you know, I always tell people I can admit I was once very boastful and proudful. Mm-hmm. I never forget I was being honored for something in New York and I went up on the stage and I said, Well, the first person I would like to thank is Erica. Wow. <laughs> I, excuse me, I forgot about it. Thank God. Right, right. And my grandma was like, you know, you know, don't get me wrong. My grandma was the type that make you go to church every day and that stuff. She wasn't. However, you know, she had taught us better to, you know, thank God because where we came from, you know, right. you know, and so it was like, okay, I can be tripping now. And so God had showed right. me some things too, you know. He had to snatch on that. You live in this nice loft in Tribeca or something. Remove this loft from you and, and see all you have that you and that dog. So yeah, you look, look, I didn't learn a lot of stuff. So it, it, it definitely made me a creative. He'll too humble wild. you. Yeah. yeah, he'll humble you. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. what um how about how do you deal with um feelings of imposter syndrome any self-doubts that you have how do you deal with that and do you do you still deal with that if I if I ever have a self-doubt to myself I tend to write a journal a lot and I also write I want to people yeah I do I have like I write on my mirror sometimes even sometimes my, my husband walk by like this but I write on the mirror sometimes that's like me kind of securing me that you know mm-hmm. it can happen and if I get like to a point where as though I'm so anxious or so nervous about a project or something, I'll just, you know, once I pray about it, then it's like me, again, securing me that it can definitely happen. You get what I'm saying? Right. I write it down and I read it a few times and just let it go and I just rock with it and see what happens from it. You know? Good. 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 Well, you would rock with it. I get it. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what's so what's next for you? Like what's coming down the pipeline? Like what what's happening? To, what, you know. Um. So I re I revamped um Erica M. So I'm doing some um getting some contracts together to start mm-hmm. doing styling again. Actually, I'm about to do head to toe now, along with the shoes. Um, I'm working on Goddess in Her City. Um, uh, like I said, I did Atlanta in April. So now. I have the DMV. I'm actually going to DMV next year um, and also New York um, to honor women that's making, you know, that's making history as well. And I'm also, I revamped my profits. So I'm actually partnering with um, women transitional homes where the ladies is about to go back into the public to, you know, help them redefine themselves. So I'm doing a day of love, whereas though they get to where we, they get to pick clothes. This is clothes that actually come out of my out closets, you know, and shoes. None of that stuff is important. You know what I'm saying? Like, every time we have stuff in our closet, we don't even wear. Right. You know, so personal stuff, stuff they need hygiene, if they need resumes redone, you know, I have someone to do that, you know. So, you know, helping them to get transitioned back into the world to, you know, go back forward. Yeah, these are some of the things I have coming out. 
Oh, awesome. Awesome. That reminds me of um, Dress for Success. They kind of do that. Yeah. That type of thing as well. So yeah, I love that. I love yeah. that. So, so you have your nonprofit and, um, and then you do the styling, which one is your main, your main focus? I would have to say, you know, to be completely honest, it probably will be, um, goddess in her city is mm-hmm. more so my main focus. It's just something about that, that hit me to the point where as though I wanted, I think, I don't think that us as women get enough recognition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it don't even matter that if you're seen or unseen, because we have some celebrities that can be banging at the moment. But if mm-hmm. their husband or significant come out with something, they go right into the grass like they right get to her. That who did that to her? I'm worried about him at this point. So I feel as though that sometimes we get the recognition that we deserve, and I think right. that's something I got to keep touching on. Right. And I just feel that I got to keep doing it in the process. I will still continue doing style, like I say, in the shoes and stuff. Because people reach out to me every day. But that's like my main target. I'd have flipped it, which I thought I never would flip it. <laughs> but I'd have flipped it a bit because I'm like, I think that's something that just have to be said and done. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact of highlighting women where, because a lot of times, even on social media, it's certain people that everybody knows, everybody yeah. follows. But there are some women that are rocking it hard in their fields that yeah. need recognition outside of their fields and we don't even you know absolutely and, and that was one of my biggest things like i said when i honored you know in here in florida uh, miss gwendolyn whitfield that the bus driver i mm-hmm. came home one day and i turned had to turn the news and i saw the shooter got on her bus he shot two people but she saved 17 right she that mm-hmm. bus around and drove down the opposite way to Broward boulevard and went to fort lauderdale police station and was hoping to brand right. the police came outside that day to see why it's right. in the parking lot. And right. people like that will always go on some. Right. That's definitely a shero. And right. all doubts about it. If it wasn't for her taking that leap of what God and telling her, exactly, everybody did. Everybody did. So, you know, it's like, it's so many people out here. When I went to Atlanta, you know, we see, we hear some of the names already. However, it was so many people out there that did amazing things. That mm. have done some amazing things in that community globally. Right. Yeah, that, that's, like, that's, what we, that's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do at Atlanta. Yeah, so it's time to honor people. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they call it hot Atlanta. That's why they call it hot Atlanta. That's why they call it hot Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. So so do you have a mentor? Yes, I do. Yeah. How so you, that's what we need to, we need you to tell people like how important having a mentor is to your to your journey. Like, yeah, it's it's very important. It's very important to have a mentor that um, you know, that actually and truly understand, you know, I have a mentor, she she helps me, you know, she helps me put together, you know, things she she comfort me, you know, she pray with me, you know, That's she teaches me different ways of just this weekend my mentor hosted a retreat called Relax, Relate and Release. And okay. we were able okay. to write down things. Her name is Dr. Venus Miller, and we was able to write down things that that get on our nerves that we may not, yeah, that, you know, things that you might not even talk about. You know, mm-hmm. something that might irk you, but you don't talk about it. You try to get past it. And we right. were able to write it down on, you know, on these plates. And it was, that was kind of powerful because we wrote on the back of the plate, the front of the plate, and then we had to break it. Break the plate. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's and dope. it was just amazing feeling. And dope. you felt refreshed when you left there, but she's a great mentor and she's been amazing. You know, so. 
But you definitely need one for me and stuff like this. You definitely need one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And do you do you in turn uh, mentor others at this point or not yet? No, I do. I have because I get a lot of people that reach out to me all the time, you know, for advice or what to do or they scared to do it and things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. you know, I try to help them as much as I can, you know, right. with what they're doing because you just never know. You know, you think about it the same way we started. We, we need help too. Right, right, so right. it's people once they see you flourish, they will ask like, "Well, man, how did she was able to do that?" So you do that, yeah. Right, awesome. So, as far as um your day to day, what are some of your daily habits? What do you do to like um from when you get up? I know you uh, turn on the praise and worship, but what else do you do um? In your daily habits, you know, I get up and I like to go to a patio sometimes before the, while the sun is rising. That's like one of my comfort zones. So mm-hmm. I sit out there and then, um, you know, I start my day. Um, if I got any meetings or anything in the nature, then you know, I I make sure I I balance it by spending time with my family. You know, because you gotta have some balance in that situation. You know, I always tell people all the time that you know, if you pray for God to see someone, he do, you know, it's best to have some balance, especially if they support you 1,000% in everything mm-hmm. that you're doing, you know, so it's best to have some type of balance, cook dinner, do something, you know, but to have some balance, and that's like my day, and then, you know, I try to spend more time laughing and crying, <laughs> you know, and thinking about stuff that don't matter, I like mm-hmm. to laugh a lot and watch shows time, because that helps me while working, but next thing I've been right. typing like, so much stuff, I don't watch Charm, who knows how many times, but I turn it on. Next, you know, I typed up some of the stuff. It's funny thing. So that's like my day. I finish my meetings, and that's like my day. Awesome, awesome. So, how important is your mental health and self care? Oh my goodness! You know, it's funny that you said that because my um, my mentor. That's something that she talks about a lot. She talks about the fist of life. And she talk about your five fingers, your spiritual, your mental, your physical, your social, and your emotional health. And mm-hmm. I feel like it has to be, you know, to a point where as though you even can succeed in any of this. Because you think about it for a minute, if our mental or our emotional is tore up, that's a done deal. It don't matter how much school we went to, it don't matter how much we done paid, it's a done deal. Because eventually it will collapse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we see it every day with, People, even stars that have made tons of money, committed suicide, and so many mm-hmm. different things because, you know, something was still bothering them during the time. Mm-hmm. Even though they was making so much money, but the right. money didn't really matter, you know, because something happy, was yeah. bothering them. So I'm glad that, you know, that's one of the things of her, of Dr. V, um, her, uh, relax, release, uh, relate and release, is to work on that fist of life because if that's not together, mm-hmm. it's, it's too up. So, you know, that's why I spend, you know, I ain't gonna say I'm one of the people that go to church money for something because I don't. Mm-hmm. I probably could go more. However, I do pray because I've always told God, blow mm-hmm. the churches down when you go pray anyway. So right. I pray, <laughs> you know, um, you, you, know, my man, you know, my, my, my husband prays a lot, you know, and then, you know, I try to spend more time releasing maybe past hurt or anything that might bother me opposed to mm-hmm. holding I talk a lot opposed to keeping it in and being silent. Too right. silent. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we do have to talk because without that, it's, it's pointless. You'll it's see it later. Right. 
I always believe it's it's about your personal relationship. You know, you don't yeah. have to go every single day and stuff it's about your right. personal relationship. Because there are some people that spend 24-7 in the church and they ain't living right. It so. don't matter. It don't mm-hmm. matter. You know, I, I hear it all the time. I hear people talk and I'm like, you know, you might go to church. You got, you got. I mean, you put, you made your ass press give me a, on a seat in the church. Are you good? However, <laughs> however, you leave the church and you're still the same, if not worse. And it's not mm-hmm. really because of the minister at this point. It's because of right. you. You know, right. because you're just trying to maybe fit in. I hear people do the rehearsed tongues and they shakalaka shakala all day. However, <laughs> if the Holy Spirit was really talking to um, you, um, you wouldn't be like you are. If he really was talking to you, like you are, every friend they have is a prophetess and this and the other. Well, they should be able to see that you needed help with certain things. Right. So I think some people just, they need to stop. They need to stop completely. God um, told a gift the day to be a, a psychiatrist. The mom, God told him, don't do it. God ain't tell you no such crap like that in his lifetime. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, you listen, my grandma say, listen to the wrong damn show. <laughs> God, <laughs> like that. You know, so it's like, come on now, you know. But, and look, Erica is just living a life of, you know, I pray. Like I said, God tell me something. God don't really talk to me a lot. So I don't know why people say God talk to them all day, every day. I'm not Moses. <laughs> and we dance get to Jesus. However, you know, I joke with people because people have told me that I leak like Moses when it comes to certain stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But God showed me signs more so. Or he give me like right. a, I see something like, oh, I want to try that. And he know me, I will definitely try it. You know, right. but I don't feel as though now I have to fast longer than Jesus did. And I love <laughs> I, oh, you're not you. Look, I have heard oh, people say, Lord, I, I, let me Lord, tell you something. I've heard, I've heard right people said they fasted for 60 days. I'm like, so you fast longer than Jesus now. So you should be doing something way more than we're doing. But you still wow. talk to the Lord. So, oh, so you're not fasting, you're high end. You know, and I was like, you know, I can't. <laughs> you're not fasting at all. You're hiding. You know, but I was like, I can't live like that. I'm gonna pray to God because I know what God can do. And right. I'm gonna write it down, make it plain. Right. And then I'm gonna leave. I'm just gonna right. go. If God give me a, a tree, he know I'm gonna jump on that branch, whether it's about to crack, break, or whatever, but he know I'm still gonna die. I'm gonna type person. I'm not gonna sit and say I fast more than Jesus. I'm not gonna sit here and say I gotta go to church <laughs> five days a year. You know, I'm, I'm just gonna go with what God gave me. And if he want me to do them things, then I do. Right. And you know, even, even, even if you make the wrong turn, he can right. correct your course. You're correct. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's okay. It's okay. Absolutely. Look, as long as you're moving, as long Absolutely. as you're doing something. So, and that, yeah. that's so funny you said because I had to tell somebody, she was like, one time she was like, I don't have to do nothing because I could just sit around and God give me the money. I said, since when? In that case, God would have been shook billions of dollars on this earth. The homeless would be homeless. The poor mm-hmm. would be poor. You have to do something to right. get. To I'm like, I don't know where people. I'm like, y'all sit here and y'all know Genesis to Revelations and backwards. However, is nothing is registered. Everybody had to do something. Right, right, right. Jesus had to do something. Right, right everybody right, right. had to do something. You know, so I'm like, as an entrepreneur. <laughs> Whether you're a school nurse or whatever the case may be, you have to do something to see right. the outcome of it. You know, right? 
crazy. Can't yeah. believe they said that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what's one final yeah. piece of advice that you would give to new entrepreneurs or those thinking about getting into entrepreneurship? I would say to um, pray about it, write your vision down, make sure you have journals, make sure you have vision boards. Um, you don't have to go to every vision board party because sometimes it's stuff that you might need to write to yourself because you don't want everybody to mm-hmm. see maybe what's about to transpire. You get what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. be careful of that. And just start leaping. It might be scared. You might shake. You might shiver all the way down the line. But if it's really meant for you, you're going to see some amazing things flourish. It's going to be some trials and tribulations now. But just keep right. on pushing. Just keep on pushing through. And you're definitely I love through. that. I love that. I love that. And with the um, vision board, I tell people too, sometimes I've made my vision board on Pinterest, but it's a private board just for me. So Mm -hmm. there are tools out there that you, you don't, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to do a party. It don't have to be grandiose. Just Mm -hmm. like you said, write it down, make it plain. Yes. Yeah. This year I had started, I wrote down 365 manifestations. Oh, wow. And that was something that I decided to write on myself. It wasn't about, you know, going to a party or anything or something. And so every day I go through and I scratch lines. Because a lot of the manifestations have came to life. Nice. You know, and so it's just the fact of, you know, like I always say, just pray about it, but write it down. Mm-hmm. You got to start moving. You got to start moving. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. I had a, a person reach out to me. She must start a podcast and she got some for because she's the only one person who's listening. It don't matter. The next time, one million will be listening. But you got to keep pushing. Right. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. And that's it. what we're doing. We're about to celebrate a year next month. So, See? yeah, keep them pushing. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Thank yeah. you. So where can our listeners uh, find you on social media or if they want to work with you as far as styling? How can they uh, get with you? Okay, so as far as the styling... My um, website is axericam.com, and that's A-S-K, Erica, E-R-I-C-A-M.com. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter as axericam. Um, also, if they want to get involved or know somebody that's making history in their town, God is in your city, um, they can reach me on Facebook and Instagram with God is in your city. Also, if they have more questions, God is in your city at gmail.com, and Let's go from there. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, it has been a pleasure, Erica. You dropped a lot of gems, definitely told us a lot of stuff. We appreciate you coming on this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so much. And and, and next time, we're going to get past them NDAs, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're going to find a loophole. We're going to find a loophole. <laughs> they do expire sometimes. <laughs> well, you enjoy the rest of your holiday. Yes, you as well. Thank you so thank much. You. Right, take you care. Have a great day. Have a good one. Thank you. Are you an entrepreneur or a small business owner? Or is your target audience entrepreneurs or business owners? Then we definitely have a spot for you. 
become an advertiser or an actual guest on our podcast. We are stepping forward and we'd love to have you a part of our team. Send an email to info at entrepreneurshiphappens.com and we'll get right back to you and get you all scheduled and on our list. See you then. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Join us next week when Castro Toy and I speak with Rosha Lewis, the bartending business boss. See you next time.